Blog Talk Radio. The following has taken place during Total Sports Live. Thank you. Uh, my name is McGregor Frederick. I'm from New York City, from Harlem, New York. 
Um, I started playing football when I was around probably like 13 or 12. I, I was playing street football. That's where I fell in love with the sport. Throughout that time, you know when you have your first dream and you, you just start fading away, you start thinking about other stuff that you want to do in your life, that's when I, uh, that's when I started doing. So the football thing really started fading away until years later. You know, I was like, you know, what I really want to do, what, what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So, so I finally graduated college last year. And from that point on, I was just sitting at home. I was sitting at home trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the following year. So I, I, I turned on the TV. You know, I, went, I was looking for movies. And there's this movie called Draft Day. You heard of it? I know you heard of it. Draft Day yeah. by Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I was like, you know, I was down to see this movie. So I sat down. I started watching the movie. I didn't really catch it because it was about football. It had a part in the movie when Kevin Costner said, you only get drafted once. When he said that, that that it changed it changed my life. You know how you read a book and change your life. That moment yeah. when he said that it changed my life. So I was like, you know what? I'm still I'm, I'm still in good health. I can still run fast. I can still catch the ball. I can do all this athletic thing because I used to I used to be a track runner myself when I was okay. little too. So I was like, you know, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me go for it. So I was like, bam. So it was one of my boys. His name is Amari. Went to college with each other. He he just, um used to play college football too. So I hit him up. And I just wanted to listen, man. I had something I really want to do. I want to become a football player. This is something I've been thinking about for a minute. He was like, yo, you know what? If you if you, if you like it, just pursue it. So I was like, you know what, bet. Let's go hit up the gym. We, all, we hit up the gym. We started, getting my, we started getting my weight up. And from there, from last year to compare this this year, I told myself, I was like, yo, it's crazy. I became a football player this year. And, you know, I'm, I'm achieving that now. So it was just, just right. like crazy how I said last year I wanted to become a, you know, last year I wanted to become a football player. Now I'm actually in a team now. So it's just like things is happening. It's happening so fast for me. Like, you know, I'm getting football interviews. You know, I got this um, lady that's going to do probably an article with us, Westchester Journal. And it's, it's things that have just happened so far. So, you know, I just want to give it to, shout out to the coaches that, you know, they gave me an opportunity, you know, to play, even play on the team. So, and it's almost like you know, you know, like the NFL. These coaches give these people opportunities, you know, to show show their skills. So that's what they gave me. No, definitely, and I'm and I'm glad you harped on uh, that the draft day movie because that's really an underrated movie for football fans that football fans should watch. And like you said, that line stood out to you so true because it is true. You only you only get drafted once, and it's and 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 the good thing about how sports is set up now when football is set up, it doesn't matter what level you play at, college or even in, in semi in, or in minor in minor league or semi pro ball, it doesn't matter where you play at. The way that we have technology technology these days, you can get seen anywhere and everywhere. I think that's just, you know, so great to have for you guys that, you know, that are trying to you know uh, they're trying to, you know, go to the NFL. It doesn't matter where you playing at. If you if you can play, you're going to be seen. So just talk about the uh, the, ML, the MLS for people that don't know in the Westchester Steelers. You know, just talk about that because a lot of football fans, you know, they only know the NFL and the CFL and maybe the Arena Football League, but not, not a lot of people heard of the MLS. So just give them a quick, you know, just tell so, them about that and get see, a team. The way the way I see about and I don't know about anybody else. The way the way I see MLS is like for players that didn't really play college football 
um, didn't really get, you know, haven't get seen and all that stuff. I think people just join to play just to play football. You understand? I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm using the platform to, you know, to get my films up in the, for next year. That That's why I'm using this platform because I didn't play college right. football. I didn't have the chance and I didn't play high school football. So this is this is what I'm using this platform for. So I'm all about a lot of agents. I, I spoke to a lot of agents. It's not really the good. It's not really to use this this, this platform because they don't. They probably say, "Oh, I'm immature. I'm not pro ready or anything." But sometimes you you have to start on the low level before you go to the highest level. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense because they're not gonna they're not even gonna just throw me in the NFL team if I'm not pro ready yet. But the way I am, because right. the way I see it, because I thought I was like I couldn't play in the um the, in my league. But I proved that wrong. I'm like, you know, I, I can play in this league. You understand? It, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 even though it's competition here and there, it's not like the you know, F, um, AFL, the CFL, arena football, you know, the NFL level. That's 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 the that's the highest level, right there. The NFL level is the highest level. But this is just yeah. this is just a platform, like I said, I'm using to get my films and all that stuff, and then show agents. And so far, they're loving it. So. But everybody that's out there that's trying to become a football player, join one of these leagues and see if you can play on playing that league. If you can't, you cannot proceed to go to the the bigger leagues. Like I said, the CFL, arena football, you know, um, especially the NFL level. So that's something that you really have to see before you even think about playing football. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm glad you you brought that up because so many, so many, so many players they don't they they think there's only you know, one track to do it, you know, this is a specific track, this is how you do it, and they're like, like, no, there is multiple ways you do it, you just gotta, like you said, start at the lower level and continue to work and put the effort and and put the drive into, you know, to to to, to get where you want to be at, and, you know, as a wide receiver and pump returner, who do you try to model your game after? Because you said you play street football, and I think we all we all play street football. So we always, every time we were playing street football, we always try to model ourselves or model our game after someone and say, I want to be like this player. I want to be like that player. But now, since you know you're playing, you're moving on street football, you're playing in the MLS, who do you try to, you know, try to pattern your game after as a wide receiver? Because there's so many okay. good ones out here. Wait, are you talking about are you talking about the NFL level or are you talking about people in general? Oh, in the NFL level. Let's just go with NFL level. Who do you try to model your game after? I could say in my last interview, I, I, I told I told that last person that Jerry Rice was mm-hmm. the person I look up to the most because his work ethic is just is just amazing to me. Because I, I think after the Super Bowl, when I think after he went to the Super Bowl or lost the Super Bowl, he worked. He went out the field and started playing again. That's the way I see it. Like that, he's already he's trying to he's training for the next season that's not even here yet. But right. is is this the way I see? I'm like, damn, this guy is good. Because the first time I was gonna say Deion Sanders, but I had to compare those two. I'm like, you know what? This is the person I really look up to because he, he's phenomenal, good hands, good feet, good route runner. So it's just a person I really look up to at the end of the day. No, and I'm and, and you bring up Jerry, and I think we all just remember, like you said, you know, lost the ball and went out and just started working. We always see the videos on NFL Network or whatever of Jerry running up the hills in the summer, you know, just working, putting in that work, and, and that's why he's one of the greatest wide receivers to play the game. Like you said, good hands, good, good, good route running. I mean, the man was in the league for a really, really long time, so that's a that's a good 
that's a good wide receiver to pattern the game up and look up to and as a as a football player and as a wide receiver. Joining us here on the podcast is none other than Westchester Steelers wide receiver and pump returner, McGregory Frederick here, live podcast. And as we move on here, um when it comes when it comes to the game of when it comes to the game of football, what is your uh what is your what is your motivation that you know that keeps you going every day? That you know that keeps you chasing for that dream of getting to of getting to of getting to the NFL level. What keeps you you know going every day when it comes to training or in a game where you know your team's down and you like you know what I gotta you know we're only down a touchdown. If I can take this pump return back to the house, we can do it. You know what just you know gets you going and just keeps you motivated throughout. You know what keeps me motivated the most is just just repeating things in my head like. If, like you said, if, if, if it was like 46-46, right? Both teams was 40-46. It's up to me to get to get to get that touchdown at the end of the day. So it's it's just mm-hmm. like it's like I, I, it's like something I have to do. So to break that barrier to let see people like you know I can really do this at the end. Show the coach like you know what this is something I really want to do at the end of the day. Right. So. There's a lot of things that motivate me. I think about my mom. I think about my girlfriend. I think about a lot of things that motivate me on the field. So mm-hmm. it's something that you know I keep in the heart. No, but, yeah, well, I don't. But yesterday I was on the on the practice field. I got I got I'm not even supposed to be talking about, but I got kicked off the field because because we was doing the punt return. And the ball, people don't understand because the way you see on TV, it's still so easy. But when you're actually doing it yourself, it's it's it's, it's difficult. Right. The ball is coming, it's coming from the end, it's coming straight down to you. So, so when they did the punt return, the ball fell out my hand, and I picked up the I picked up the ball and I jogged slowly. I think one of the coaches they, they didn't like that, so they threw me off the field. So I just keep that in my mind from now on when I do a punt return and just get the ball and just. Run. That's all I can think about right now. So. No, and that's and, that, and like you said, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's another learning. That's another learning lesson when it comes to the game that you can now apply to you that you know I'm not going to do this again. I know well how to approach it in the game situation. And you, since you are a returner and a wide receiver, talking about the return game, just talk about how difficult it is to be a returner because, like you said, like people see it on TV and it's just like. Boom, guy gets the ball, finds the lane, hits the hole, yeah. going for a touchdown, the block set up. But like you said, it's a totally different game when you're out there on the field receiving that ball in the air and you're trying to worry about, do I call it their catch? Or I got to worry about this gunner that's coming down the field ready to try to knock my yeah. head off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no. So just talk about that. They're 100% right because when they did the punt return yesterday, before they did it with me, they did it with this boy named Jason first. And it, it's, it's, it's just so crazy how these guys come down the, come down the field so quick. You just like, you got to keep your eyes on them and the ball at the same time. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing about a punt return. And that's the, that's the most scariest thing because when you get in the ball, you see a gun right in front of you, bam, you get hit. It, it's just about, I think football is about timing. In, mm-hmm. in your movement, that, that's the way I think. Like if you can catch the ball and the guys that and the, your blockers doing their job, you're gonna score. If they're not blocking for you and not giving you open holes, you, you, you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna score at all. 
that, that's the thing about a punt returner. So you definitely got to talk to the people that on the same team, and special team as you, tell them what you want at the end of the day. You got to tell them straight up, listen, I need open holes. I need good blocks. I'm good to go. Because if you know you're fast, you're, you're good. But you know you, you can't run that fast, you got to let them know. So it's a scary it's a scary feeling, man. I'm telling you, when you got running towards you, and you have, it's just like the way, it's just like a movie. You understand? A football movie. Yeah. You just see these guys just coming down. That's like, what the? Like, to me, this is a, <laughs> this is a dream. Oh, you laugh, I'm telling you, this is a dream come true. Like, just playing football, this. I, I can't believe, like, you know, you have me on the radio, you know. It's just it's just amazing to me, man. It's just crazy. Last year, I was just sitting at home laying down, watching draft. And look, a, year, a couple of months later, I'm on the radio, radio with you. Crazy. Yeah, it's, just, it's funny. It's just crazy and, like, just how things just happen in a blink of an eye or just in a few months or in a year, how things can just turn around. Like you say, you're watching draft day. Now you're playing. You're playing. You're playing football. You're, you know, you're on this You're on this podcast. It's just, you know, like you said, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a crazy, it's just a crazy, it's a crazy, it's just crazy. Just like you said, how things just just turn around just like that. And you know, as a wide receiver, we're seeing it so much that we're seeing players. Yeah, I think I asked, I remember asking this question to um to a draft to a to a to a to a, to a, to a 2015 NFL draft prospect, and it was the point of he was just saying, you know, I don't care wherever I play. He said, I don't care if I play in the CFL, I don't care if I play in the NFL, the AFL, I just want to play ball. Is that the kind of the same mantra you have is just like, you know what, if I get this opportunity to play in the CFL, wait, 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 the wait, AFL, wait. even the NFL, Jay, I'm, just, Jay, I'm taking it. So you, you, you was breaking up. Repeat the question again. Oh, I was saying I talked to a, uh, NF, I talked to a 2015 NFL draft prospect, and he made this notion uh, that, you know, that he doesn't care where he's played. As long as he gets that opportunity to where he can shine, either in the AFL and the CFL and the NFL, he's going to take the opportunity to run with it. I got to feel that's kind of the same thing for you. Like, if, if, if you get in and got an agent and they call and they say, hey, the Toronto Argonauts for the CFL got you coming up for a trial, I know you're going to be like, where's my bags at? Pack me up. Let's go to Toronto. <laughs> Is that the same feeling you have? Like, whoever team calls, just sign me up and let's go. No, I, I like what you said, you know, honestly, because you know what's so crazy? I, I have a couple of um, NFL agents told me the same thing. If you're not if you're not on the NFL level, if we can get you, you know, a try on um, the CFL or NFL, would you take it? But the thing about it is people don't, people don't understand. It's really up to the coaches at the end of the day. For example, yeah. and next year, if the coaches said I'm NFL ready, um, if I'm pro ready, Okay, mm-hmm. they're gonna give me a shot because they can. They, they know they can. They can tell if you right. go if you if you can play at the highest level or not, and 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 then from there they will give me an opportunity. But the CF like I think the CFL level and arena level, they was like you know what? Let them try this. Let them try it for a season, and then we'll see from there. I think the guy because I did my research, guys from the CFL and arena football, they run like a what a four, um, a four six four seven. You see where I'm coming at? Now, of course, they're going to play yeah. guys like that. If you run like a four, because I run a four four myself, you got guys like running like four two, four three, four four, four five. You have a chance in the in the NFL level. You understand? Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. it's about speed and all that stuff. So it's really up to the coaches at the end of the day. And they said I'm right yeah. NFL ready, and we see my film. When they see my film, then they can say, you know what? I give myself a not. 
like you said, the agents telling me, you know, give them a grab a trial for the CFL and arena football to get it to the NFL level. Of course, I'm going to do that. That's that, that's yeah, a must. That, that, that's that's not. It's not hurting me at the day. It's just uh, they just they just they just want to see like if if I could play on that level before I go to the NFL level. So right. Yeah, no, and that's like, and that's and that's a great mindset to have because, like, like I said, I've covered arena football games, and you know, and I'm watching football for years, and the CFL for years. So many guys that just have that, you know, the NFL will pass them or say, you know, you're just not ready yet, and they go into the CFL, the AFL, and just have this one breakout year, and the NFL is just uh-huh. like, hold up, okay, so uh, we need to bring you back up to the NFL to give you another look because you were really the you really blew us away with your time, Justin, the CFL and the AFL. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, agree with you when it comes to, you know, when it comes to that mindset. We have uh, about eight minutes left here on the podcast of Westchester Steelers wide receiver McGregory Frederick uh, here on the podcast. And, yeah, um, first I'm person not sure. I said my name correctly. <laughs> uh, uh, trust me, I, I'm glad I'm the first person that said it correctly. I have the same problem when people pronounce my name. I get it. Like they give me like ten different variations. I'm just like, uh, it's not how you spell it, but okay, that's not how you say it. But okay, we'll just go with it. <laughs> but um, when it comes to um, when it uh, when it um, I'm lost my train of thought. Um, when it comes to you know this season right now, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure if this season's underway for you guys yet. But I'm pretty sure it yeah, is. Season, Has the season, season started starts, for you guys? No, our season starts next Saturday. We have a game that's coming up this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Our, our season, um, we're going away. We've been facing the Jersey Spires. That's the first game. And our home game is probably like August, August 9th, I think. But this is something, this is something, honestly, that I've been on my mind all, all month, actually, because when I was in with the team last year, they went from 0 to 10. That that's the mm-hmm. thing, man. They lost badly. They didn't win one single game. Right. I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna play on this team, we gotta come out with the first win with the open season. It can be, yeah. man. And that that's the way I see it. Because I'm not a loser, man. I love winning. Yeah, definitely, and that's a great mindset to have. So, what are your expectations for this season? What do you want to happen? I obviously know that you want to win because 0-10 is, com- is not a comfortable position to be in. It makes you kind of angry because you're just like, damn, 0-10. Like, I really want to get back on the field and, like, prove myself that, you know, we can actually win uh, win ball games. So what is going to be – what is going to be your uh, – what, what are your expectations coming into 2015 the, for this season? Well, my expectations – First of all, I really want to get over a thousand yards. That's that's something that really, really that's stuck behind my head. Another thing, I really want to get at least ten or fifteen touchdowns. Um, and winning the conference title, man. Thing you know, somebody from the Westchester Journal can be like, "Oh, we want our title and have us in the front papers or something like that." That's something that would be really cool. You know, you can right. that can go down in history the way I see it, and the coach can finally retire because this is probably his last season. So this that's something I really want to do, man. Especially playing football this year, and probably holding that trophy to see to see myself how far I came. Like damn, to say I wanted to become a football player and becoming one this year, and actually winning the trophy and all that, and then next year pursuing the NFL, man. 
and then hopefully becoming a pro. And then that'll be a dream yeah. come true. Definitely a dream come true. That's definitely that we're going to keep our eyes out as well. Before we end the show, I definitely I forgot to ask you about your track career. You brought you definitely brought up track in the beginning, and I totally forgot about that. Even though I totally forgot about that because I'm a track guy myself. Ran in high school, wasn't too good, but we went hard for in that. But uh, what did, what events did you run, what events did you run in track? Since you said your speed, no, yeah, no, I'm going to guess you probably did the probably did the hundred meters and the two hundred meters. I'm guessing. No, no, no. You just you, you think, you know, this is something when I was in elementary school, I, I used to do track and stuff. <laughs> so that's something. That, but I knew I knew I was fast because the, the, they approached me like, do you want to do track with us? And I was like, yeah, pretty sure. And I used to race kids. I used to blow them out and stuff. You know, that's how I knew I had the speed. So, right. So that's, that, that was pretty cool. But playing football is even better, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. You're right about that. We got about um got about five minutes left here on the podcast. And before and and before we wrap up and to wrap up here on the podcast, um, if there if there was a if this if there if there are if there is an NFL GM, CFL GM, AFL GM listening right now to this podcast. You know, say if I was an NFL GM, let's just say that I was an NFL GM for the Philadelphia Eagles. What would you tell me right now, Gregory Frederick? What would you tell me right now? How? What would you tell me right now? Because I'm, because I'm thinking about drafting. What would you tell me right now if I made well, you Well, if you, if you was an NFL GM, I would tell you straight up: you will have the best product on the field. No problem. No issues. You really have someone that would dedicate himself to this, to this football team. And honestly, if you put a jersey on my back, you'll see, you will have the best performance you've ever seen in your life. That's, that's basically it. Actions speak louder than words. No, you're definitely not. And, I, and if I was it, and this is, this is me, I'm not an NFL GM. I wish I was one day, but we'll talk. Well, it'll, it'll happen. But if I was a GM, I would definitely have you part of my team just by what you said. I. You know, I believe it in the NFL. We need character guys that are high character players that can produce on the field, and you fit that mark very well. So I'm just saying, if there's an NFL GM listening, maybe CFL GM, AFL GM, PIFL GM, you might want to come watch the Westchester Steelers play this season. I'm just saying, you might want to travel up to Westchester to go watch this man play. He, he, he looks like he's on the cusp of something special. So definitely. Hey, um, man. Listen, so, like, I'm, I'm sort of, sort of cut you up. So anyone that's listen, listen, listening right now to, to Stadium Blind right now, follow your dreams, man. Don't let no one, no one stop you. That's that's one thing I, I always keep back back in my head because when people can't, when people say I can't do it, and when I do it. They're right behind me cheering me on. That that's right. the thing about life. People want to people don't want to see you up. They want to see you down. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's the thing about it, man. But for everybody that's want to, if you want to be a doctor, a nurse, football player, you know, you know anything in life, just pursue it, man. Because you never, because you might regret it ten, fifteen years from now. That's something I, I told myself too. If I didn't, if I didn't play football, imagine twenty years from now, I'm like, damn, I could have been me right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I could have been in the Hall of Fame or whatever the case may be. This is why I'm pursuing because I know at the end of the day when I accomplish that and I look and, and, and when I when they probably, and the, um, 
if they probably put me in the Hall of Fame or something like that, that, that's something I would really tell people out there today. Never stop chasing your dreams. And that's the truth. And have positive people around you. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. I definitely, you know, that's something that I, that's something definitely I live by all the time, you know, chase your dreams, follow your dreams. Because as we find out in life and just in general, there's never the perfect way to go about to do what you want to do and what you want to dream and aspire to do. There's not that one route to take. There's a story, a different route to take. So whatever route you take, and if it works for you, you still get to what you do, what you want to do at the end of the day, then you can tell people, hey, you don't have to take this route. You can take the route I take, and you can work hard, and you can put in the effort. And I'm telling you, like you said, don't just chase your dreams. Because like you said, you don't want to be sitting home 10, 20 years later down the road saying, you know, I wish I did that. I wish I want. I wish yeah, I pursued yeah, a pro- 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 professional football career. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people that regress it like 20 years to 30 years from now and say, you know, they kind of done something and they see somebody else do it and just say like, damn, I could have done that. And, and then and that's the that's the thing about life. And you gotta And you got to just wake up to it every morning. And that's the thing that will kill you inside. And, and is, is the truth. People have a chance to change their life. And some people don't change. Some people don't even do that at all. I don't. I do not know why. We only have one life to live, man. We only have one opportunity, and and and, and I'm not wasting that opportunity. And this is something that I really, really, I've been thinking about. And this, the NFL is, is it. And I really, I really have a picture of what's his name, Roger Goodell, on my wall, man. I really, that's a guy I look up to because I read about his story. How he got rejected from the NFL like 50 times before he became commissioner of the league 50 times 50 times yeah. that's God, big damn. and that's one of, <laughs> and that's going to wrap this podcast here or the, or or in blog talk radio make sure you check it out on TuneIn radio again we'd like to thank westchester Phyllis wide receiver mcgregory frederick here joining us on the podcast make sure you guys stay tuned to his career he's on the cusp of something great and we're going to definitely catch up with him later in the season but for Giovanni McGregory, everybody, thanks you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you. We'll catch everybody later. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show. Love you, Tess.